Good evening, and welcome to The Table On Air, your primary source for learning about what's new, what's happening, and what's what in Black LGBTQ culture. For those that don't know, I'm your host, Darius Caffey, and I thank you for showing up to this space. We're about to get real, real, a little deep, and maybe a little teary, but we're gonna have some fun, so stick around for the vibes. Joining us today, we have a new guest from the music and entertainment world, y'all. But for now, here's the latest and greatest in this week's Black Report. Did y'all know that June was Black Music Month? And if you did, did you know that it started in 1979? Because I didn't. And that's probably because I was not born anywhere near that year. No shade to those who were. But fun fact. I'm honestly just glad that we get two reasons to celebrate this month. Pride is one thing, but Black Music Month too? They must want us to throw a party, okay? And speaking of parties, don't think I forgot, Beyonce, I see you boo, up there on them stages doing your thing, embracing and celebrating the LGBTQ community. You doing that, mm-hmm, and we appreciate it. There haven't historically been that many places that have made sure to represent our community on such a large stage. So to see so many diverse people with amazing talent finally get to shine the way that they're meant to, that means a lot to me. And I'm sure it means the world to them. Like DJ Lone Amorphous, for example, if you don't already know him, then you need to find out because he has already started to take off. And I hope that he would just keep going, honestly. He went from sharing his journey of mixing to producing tracks with legendary artists like Kalani, Kelly Rowland, and Brandy, to now having a musical arrangement credit on Beyonce's Renaissance World Tour. That's why we're celebrating this month. For the Black queer producers, artists, songwriters, musicians, engineers, and many more that continue to make Black music what it is. So as we revel in the vibrant tapestry of Pride Month, and the rhythmic melodies of Black Music Month. Let's raise our voices, wave our flags, and dance to the rhythm of love and acceptance. Let the world witness our unity, our strength, and our unwavering determination to celebrate and uplift one another because together, we unlock the door to a future where pride and music intertwine, inspiring us to be unapologetically ourselves forever. So in the spirit of The Closet Unlocked, Let's share our stories and continue to unlock the door to celebration, acceptance, and apologetic self-expression. That's a wrap on our Black Report with a Q-U-E. And until next week, keep finding ways to celebrate yourself. Our special guest joining us today is award-winning singer, songwriter, dancer, and performer, Warren Dumas. Welcome to the Hello. table. Nice to meet you. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> no problem. I'm so glad for you to be here with us. I know we chit-chatted a little bit beforehand, yes. but I really am grateful to have you in this space to share community with us, to learn more about you, and really to give the people a little bit more about who Warren is. Yes. 
Well, I'm excited to be here and I can't wait to, you know, open up and talk about everything that's in my world. So yeah. Let's, oh, let's do this. <laughs> hey, let's do this because I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. So to kick us off, like I said, you are an award winning singer, songwriter, performer, you even bring in some dance to everything. Yes. So you're a multi-talented creative yes. artist. So thinking about your music, which is a large part of, you know, what you do, what was that start like for you you know getting started into the music realm figuring out you know the ins and outs of it and making it your own well like since i was little i always loved music um i was i started maybe around six or seven years old mm -hmm. and i was always fascinated with like interviews and performances and like my inspirations like michael jackson beyonce all of them um and That's i used right to <laughs> okay um and i always was obsessed with like the makings of entertainment. Mm -hmm. And as I got older, I would always like research and go on YouTube, learn how those artists did what they did. Um, and then around maybe 2012 is when I really got into writing music mm. and learning like the ins and outs of the music industry yeah. um, and trying to make it on my own as an independent artist. It was a struggle because, you know, there's so many things and moving parts with the music industry. Um, but me finding my sound and writing and learning the ins and outs of like, you know, when it comes to writing the song or leasing beats and going to the studio and finding ways to market myself as an artist, yeah. as a queer artist as well, which is a whole nother game part. It is. So like I said, I started 10 years ago doing this and people have watched me grow as an artist and a songwriter and a performer and, you know, there are sometimes people <laughs> didn't believe what I was going to do. <laughs> and, you know, but I, I'm one of those people, um, like Tina Turner to me is someone, that, okay. One of my favorite people. You I'm know, so glad you said peace. that. Rest in peace. Like, oh my God. I loved her since I was five years old yeah. and watching her be resilient and mm -hmm. hearing her story, it, you know, inspired me to keep going and keep pushing no matter what. And, you know, being queer is a whole other thing with that. So having other people that want to be artists or even other dreams they have want to do their thing and watching me is something I'm why I do it and I'm grateful for. So, yeah. Yeah. So you've been on a journey mm -hmm. and you've been on a journey for quite some time, yes. but also it's still very early Absolutely. in your career. So with your album, Glitter, Glitter on Fire. <laughs> that was my introduction to you. And I replay the album from start to finish because it's the one, the perfect combination of just, you know, perfect tracks. Thank you. And the way that it flows, it really brings me back to a space of confidence mm -hmm. and excitement. Like I feel like when I heard it, which I think was a you know, a part of the goal with the album when you were creating it was to make people feel excited about it. Yes. And to get them in a space where we weren't, you know, back in that world where we were, but we was able to transport ourselves into absolutely. a more fun, vibrant environment. Yes, that is So absolutely. what was that process like, kind of creating that album with, you know, the years of experience that mm -hmm. you have, and then also promoting it? Because I know <laughs> that the marketing piece is a huge aspect of absolutely. getting your, your name out there. Yes. Um, so making Glitter on Fire was definitely a journey, mm -hmm. like Miss. Tisha said, it's the journey. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to say and what sounds. Like, I, I probably recorded over 200 songs. Mm. 
and um, some of them will never see the daylight. Um, <laughs> Those are for you, though. You know, and, and yeah. I, I still have them to reference myself and see where I was. And, you know, I might be back at that place. But I wanted to find six perfect songs that embody who I was as an artist and mm -hmm. as a person. Um, and I also was going through a lot, you know, relationship-wise and love. You know, we all go through that. Mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to, I didn't want to just make music and it's like, oh, it's hot. You know, yeah. let me make that hit, hot hit song. Yeah. And of course, you want it to be good. And it was. But <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but I wanted to be authentic and I wanted to showcase what I could do as an artist. I wanted to show range. Mm -hmm. um, that's why some of the music is up-tempo and there's some you know, mid-tempo and some slow um, music. Yeah. And I, I wanted to write from my heart. I didn't want to, and actually at the time, I wanted to write with other writers, but as an up-and-coming artist or inspiring artist, you don't get many people that want to jump on your ship. Yep. And you I wanted do to- do a lot yourself. A lot. Yeah. And I wanted to prove to myself that I could write and I, that I could make music that was good. And I took my time. I started around 2016. The first track that I ever recorded was To You. I produced that song. Mm -hmm. And um, later Phenomenal. on, I had three um, black, amazing, talented men come and add horns to it. We, I helped arrange that. And I had no idea that people would love that song as much <laughs> as they do. I yeah. swear to God. I just, I remember a friend of mine was like, you need to learn how to do chords. and. I took my time because I don't know how to play the piano, actually. Do you know but how to I, play any instruments? I do not. Okay. <laughs> I wish, but maybe one day. Yeah, um, But I do know how to do chords, like creating my own thing. And that's when I started playing around in Logic. And um, I was at my mom's house at the time, and I was at a really down point. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I really love music, and I'm not going to give up. So that's when I took my time, you know, produced that track, and that created the, the, the snowball role of the rest of the songs. And I started to realize, okay, what I wanted to say and then finding certain sounds that felt like me. And it took a minute because I'm like, I want these songs to be right. Yeah. And they got to sound good yeah. sonically. And we got to ride and at the end of the, the whole project and that's what created Glitter on Fire. And from there, the marketing <laughs> right. <laughs> Once we do all the hard work, it's, it's time like, to do the even harder work. <laughs> you know, I got to put it out here. I yeah. got to get people to pay attention. Yeah. Um, so from there, I had to create a world around this music. And the pandemic had just happened. Mm -hmm. It was crazy because yeah. I'm like, no, <laughs> I wanted to do all these things. Yeah. I had just moved to New York and like the pandemic happened a week after I moved. Really? Literally. Oh, wow. And I'm thinking, that was like, probably scary. I was scared, but I was also kind of pissed. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm trying to come out here <laughs> and be on stages and, okay. you know, open mics Do and my these thing. things, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think it was a blessing because it gave me time to realize what I wanted to do visually mm -hmm. and how I wanted to market everything. So I had a good downtime to just, you know, do nothing and build my team. Yeah. I found some incredible um, artists artist in New York asked for um, visually and we went on my roof we took pictures um, and I, that that's before I even had the name glitter on fire I'm mm -hmm. like what do I want to name this project like yeah. and shout out to my friend Audrey in Atlanta 
because <laughs> she actually friends. gave me this name um, because I used to say I love glitter. Maybe because I'm Aries and so is Mariah Carey. We love glitter. Um, and, but <laughs> I all Mariah Carey reference. <laughs> you, you know, that's my girl. But um, I also am Aries and fire and passion. I'm a very passionate person. And so we were sitting at my job before I moved to New York. And I was writing down like, you know, glitter. You know, maybe I should be glitter on fire. And she was like, that is so who you are. Like, you're like, you know, very shiny and glitzy glitz, but you're also very like aggressive. And I'm like, glitter on fire, I like this. She was like, you need to name that, whatever project you put out. And I'm like, okay, you know what, I'm gonna do that. And then as we're taking the photos and like we're using gold and all these other colors, and as you see the album cover. Fire. <laughs> thank you. Um, we were like, glitter on fire is that. This is what this sounds like. This, the whole album sounds like that. And so from there, we went from that and I was able to build my team. Um, I had my videographer, Rajiv Staten, who was in Atlanta, who I worked with with Glitter on Fire, I mean, um, Four Leaf Clover. And Brock Edmonds, who was my manager, he was also my creative director. We had time, we FaceTimed for months yeah. to figure out what we wanted to do visually for a music video. And that's when we created To You. Mm -hmm. And we planned that out, we took our time. I went back to Atlanta to film it and Everything happened in this time, how it did it. We were supposed to release the video um, the summer of, but it kind of took a minute for it to get done. But it came out at editing. the perfect time. And all I did was go on Twitter and post it. Yeah. You know, Instagram was one thing and Facebook was one thing, but for some reason, Twitter. <laughs> it gets the word out. It gets it out. <laughs> and my, I think all of my fans are really, well, I call them my warriors, not mm -hmm. fans. Um, I love y'all. Um, they took it and ran with it and it blew up over the weekend. I did not know that people would love it as much as they did. And I was able to, you know, attract a lot of other big names and, you know, public figures mm -hmm. through this video. And from there, people just kept pushing the song out. And after that, it was history. It's, it was still doing its thing after two, two, three years. So, you know, I'm grateful. Yeah, and honestly, I'm glad that you said that because when I said that I've been listening to your music, I think that it was the To You video mm -hmm. that I first saw. And I was like, this video is so fun. It's so vibrant. It got everybody in it. Everybody just seems to be enjoying themselves. Yeah. And the music is amazing. So let me go tune in. And from there, it like you said, that snowball, like it just kept yeah. going. I was like, this is somebody who I need to make sure it's in my library. <laughs> I make sure you. I'm tapped into because they're going to continue to be phenomenal. Thank and I'm you. glad to see that that has continued to grow for you. Yeah. And that the word is continuing to get it's, out because I know how hard that is. It's so hard. And I'm, I'm going to say I'm so blessed because I've always wanted this since I was a little, yeah. little, little game boy in my room dancing to Bootylicious, okay? Okay, and, me and you both. <laughs> listen, and to know that like I put out, I didn't even think the rest of the music I had on the EP would people would love every single song. Mm -hmm. and, you know, everyone has their favorites, but the fact that people can play the whole project and that's something that you dream and wish for. And the fact that I wrote them myself is something that I'm, I thank God every day for because it's still getting me in different doors and different rooms. And, you know, after that, you know, Ride is something that didn't know that people would love that song the way they did. And that also kind of got people talking and got me in different places. I was able to do um, Jersey City Pride literally a year after I moved to New York. Yeah. And I'm like, how? I don't know how this is happening, but I'm I'm a ride with it. Nothing but faith. You know, yeah. faith in God. 
So I'm blessed. Amugo Valta, host of the podcast, Three Questions With. This week, our guest is Angelina Romero, Chief Communications Officer of the Cook County Assessor's Office. Letting them tell their stories and really hearing someone and what they're going through, I think that has helped me help them um, and really pay it forward. Join us this Wednesday at 7.30 in the evening via Channel 19, streaming on CanTV.org and the CanTV Plus app. That's beautiful. Thank you. That's beautiful. It really is to just be able to be in community with people who are, you know, have these mm -hmm. grand ideas and to see it come to fruition. Yeah. I think that that energy transfers. And I hope that y'all who are listening and watching y'all feel this energy too, because it's in this room, it's in this building, it's in our community. So I hope that, you know, we are able to continue to push that out to people Thank and you. for them to also see themselves in this yes. life, because that makes a difference too. Absolutely. And there are a lot of people that um, when they found the video, like, oh my God, this is giving me what I needed. Like, mm -hmm. I've had people say that to you alone kind of healed their depression or even during the pandemic, they're like, you know, I was feeling so depressed, but when I hear this song, I just want to like live and yeah. go on the streets and dance. And I'm like, that's what I want y'all to feel with this <laughs> because I was in the streets dancing. Okay. And that's how I felt. And even filming that video, people were, you know, we were stopping cars and people were driving by like, yes, give it to us and this is that. And I'm like, this is the energy that I asked for. And it's amazing you put it out and it comes back to you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm grateful. Sometimes the world forces you to use your talents. That's true. And I definitely was in a moment where I was like pushed to do it and even moving to New York. And I think me moving there also transpired the energy. It was just totally different from when I used to live in Atlanta. Yeah. And you know, from there, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, continue to live life. I, Keep I thriving. Okay, <laughs> it's the journey, honey. <laughs> it is, it really is. So thinking about your journey, you mm -hmm. said that you've been able to perform, you know, at a couple of festivals and mm -hmm. concerts. What has that experience been like for you, you mm -hmm. know, starting with writing and creating the music and developing the videos, mm -hmm. you know, the production of that, the marketing, and now being able to perform mm -hmm. your art on these stages, yes. which is huge. And Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, you know, it's, it's one thing to, you know, I've been performing since I was like, eight, nine years old, you know, in chorus or like performing art school. Mm -hmm. But to do your own music and have people excited to hear is a total different experience. Yeah. And to see people dancing or singing back to you, um, I would say Jersey City Pop is the biggest one that I've ever done the first time. And there, I mean, I wish I could have filmed it from my view, mm -hmm. but it's a memory that I hold forever. It was like a long, big crowd that yeah. was paying attention. <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm always like, oh, are they going to pay attention to me? Are they going to, you know, see me? And I kid you not, like from the beginning all the way to the back, people were paying attention. And I'm like, this is something that you wish for mm -hmm. and you dream about. There was a moment I'm on stage and I'm just like soaking in it. Like, I can do this every day. Yeah. And like, it's a thing to be like, oh, I'm just performing. I'm doing my thing. But it's like when you dream about it and you envision it in your head and it actually happens, it's totally different. Mm -hmm. And the experience, it just makes you want it even more and you, you feel like you have to do it. And like, it almost feels like a drug in a way. Yeah. And you know, the experience from that and to have that was like a blessing because I didn't know I was gonna headline that concert at all. Um, and I'm like, okay. Here we are. She's doing something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I also did uh, Moby 
NYC. Mm -hmm. And that was something I always wanted to do because I respect them so much. And that's also our community, you know, black queer people. And to have them go up and be excited and to get their, you know, blessing to be like, oh, my God, you're 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 that girl. And all these other things. It's it's wonderful to hear from your people Mm -hmm. because you you know, you want your people to go up for you, too. Um, And it just makes me want it more. And now that I'm here in Chicago. Yeah, let's talk about it. For AT&T. Turn up the love, honey. Turn up the love, okay? (laughs) We're going to turn it all the way up. Um, I am so blessed. Shout out to Vincent, because last year I opened up for him for his tour. Mm -hmm. And I think he's phenomenal. He's an incredible singer. And I think he also represents um, black pop artists, especially queer black pop artists at the top most. Um, And for him to put me on for his tour was everything. And without him, I wouldn't even been able to get called back mm-hmm. to be on this tour. Mm-hmm. And so to be there and for AT&T, I honestly never thought in my life that I would be on the AT&T stage yeah. ever, especially this early in my career. So it's like a blessing. And I think about it every little step of the way and I cherish it and I'm never gonna forget it. So it's just lets me know that I have a lot more yeah. on the way. So that's how. I feel about it. <laughs> That's beautiful. And you do you deserve to be here and to be on that stage. Thank like I you. said, your talent is amazing. Thank Everybody you. needs to hear that and see it. Thank you. And you've been working so hard for so long. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's time for it's it to pay off. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So with everything that you're continuing to do, mm-hmm. what can your warrior community look forward to in the next season? Okay, so I've definitely been working on music. Okay. You know, I'm very picky. We're writing. We're writing. Okay. We're definitely writing. We're trying new sounds. Oh. Um, there's a lot of, about me that I haven't discovered yet. Mm-hmm. and But there are some that I do know is there. I just, you know, I'm peeling back the layers slowly. Mm-hmm. That's the journey. You know? Yeah. And I, I'm one of those people that like to take time so people can learn and, you know, like you said, the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but this next project hopefully by the end of the year or early next year i do want to bring out singles first um so hopefully this summer you know maybe soon i'm ready Mm -hmm. we ready i have a new record it will be completely a different sound sonically it's still me but i want to show a different side and you know a different layer so that people can know that i'm not one Trick pony. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they can look forward to that. And I, I'll just say that. They'll look forward to that. Okay. Well, we're, <laughs> again, we're excited. I'm excited. I know it's going to be phenomenal. And the community is going to have to tap in because that's what we're going to do. Tap in. Tap in, tap, tap in. Tap, okay. Tap, tap, tap. Y'all okay. heard me. On my NPC, make a disco trap. <laughs> <laughs> so thinking about leaning into our community and the support that mm-hmm. comes with that, what has black queerness meant for you and how has that continued to show up? Because that is why we're here, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to highlight yes. our black queer trans and non-binary community Absolutely. and all the great things that we're able to do. Mm-hmm. So what does that continue to look like for you in your life? Well, in my life, it is definitely fearlessness and resilience mm. um, because, you know, we go through stuff all the time. I mean, even as a kid, you know, I still feel like that little boy that was teased and picked on mm-hmm. and called all these names mm-hmm. and told I couldn't do certain things because it wasn't possible. But now that, you know, I'm older and I feel like I'm in this position to be able to be fearless and live loud for those people yeah. and those individuals, um, it means 
to me that I have to live louder and mm -hmm. and showcase more and really be in those spaces that many of us aren't in as much. Um, actually, I'm the only black queer person on this stage mm -hmm. tonight. I love this. And, um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to turn it up. Yeah. Because that's we, what we do. You know, and we don't get many chances to be in those spotlights. So for me, it's to be fearless and to live loud and um, be resilient and, and let them know that we're here and we're not going to leave. And actually, we're going to be the ones to take on if not just the in the music industry, but the entertainment industry, you know, we are we are like the seeds of it. We're the, the core of it, and now we need to be the faces. So that's what it means to me. Mm. Thank you. And what a perfect way to to just kind of end us on a high note <laughs> and with some words of encouragement and inspiration to yes. take not just me but our people into the next season of their lives. Mm -hmm. We shared a lot of gems today. So I really do thank you for thank being you. in community with me and for sharing all the insight and the experience and all thank the highlights you. of your life that we're able to continue to celebrate. Yes. And I wanna not physically, but per, you know, hypothetically give you your flowers while we're here. Thank you, I'll take <laughs> I'm just so proud of you for everything that you've been able thank to do you. and I'm continuing to do so. I appreciate thank you. that so much. I'm proud of you because Look where we are, honey. <laughs> Look where we are, honey. I mean, we're doing the thing. Absolutely. What they say Angela Bassett is doing, doing the, the thing. thing. <laughs> and now for open space, an opportunity for us to be free, let go, and just live. Stick around for the vibes. So, have a little bit of a game for you. Okay. It is called Hum Association. Okay. Because I am not a good singer but I'm a great hummer <laughs> and I love music. So okay. I'm gonna give you some words All right. and I want you to just hum a song that comes to mind. Okay. I might try to guess, but I don't always know the names and people to right. the songs that I like. Okay. So Let's see. bear with me, bear with me. First word is joy. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Is that Mariah Carey? No. I can see why you think it is. What was it? It's an old school song. Joy. Oh, yeah. And pain. I know. I heard it. I heard it, but I couldn't get that. But you know, you was close. It was close, but old school. Kind of. Thanks for giving me this. Next word, girl. Girl. Destiny Shadow. Okay, you got that. I should have did that one. You know. I was hoping you did that one because I was like, I'm, I'm gonna know it Let's instantly. Let's girls. All right, next one, black. Oh, um, mm, mm, mm. Is this the song? No, I got it. Okay, I'm over here. Mm, mm. <laughs> oh snap! Okay, um, mm, 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 it's not power. Did it come off the gift? Oh, she's going to kill me. I'm so sorry, Beyonce. I can't think of the name of the song. What is it? Yes. Why did I think that that was? I should have just said it. I should have won my first. Mind. You said black. I'm like, ah, I, yeah. Where you going? 
ahead. I know, I know. That's my girl too. I'm sorry, Beyonce. Shout out to B. Last one, Pride. Mm. Oh, wow. You got me with that one. We're celebrating. Oh, okay. I got you. Um. Mm-mm. I ain't got it. I'm gonna keep having though. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got it. I'll okay. go back to you. So you're making me lose my pride. You got me going. Is that a Warren song? Yes, it yeah. is. Hey, drug. Okay, yeah. Drug. I had to go. plug her in. I had, I had, had a feeling. I had a feeling. <laughs> Well, that was great. I have fun. I have fun too. That was fun. <laughs> I haven't done that one before. That was really fun. Well, that is our staple game. Yeah. So take it back to your friends. I will. Yes, I will. Yes. Well, I thank will. you so much for participating. Thank you. In our moments. I am. I appreciate it. It was fun. I love the hum. It was nice. Okay. Because <laughs> that's all I got for the people. It's a good hum. A good hum. <laughs> that's all you need. Well, yeah. Well, this is the end. This is the wrap. We're going to leave the people with that. And hopefully they can take some of this music and go and add it to their playlist. Okay. Y'all will take that music and to your playlist. Y'all will. Glitter on fire, baby. <laughs> well, thank you again for being here with us thank and you. engaging with me and my community. Thank you for our having community. me. I appreciate it. I had a great time. Yeah. And thank you for, you know, bringing Chicago to me. This is a great moment and making me have a great experience. So thank you. Yes. And you're always welcome back to I both see. Chicago and the table. I will be back. I will be back with some new new. Okay. Well, we're going to be ready for this new news. All right, y'all. You already know. Catch us next week with new guests, new topics, and new energy. Peace out. Peace out.